Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of TSFS. It is countdown time to baby. In fact, um, I have a big update for you. Really big update on baby's delivery date. So that's coming up. So much to talk about on today's episode. We have to get right into it. I'm obsessed. I can't even believe that I didn't tell you about this documentary before it came out. You know what? I think because sometimes I get... You know, sometimes like I read something or I see something really quick in passing and I'm like, eh, I'm not interested in that. I'm talking about the WeWork documentary. Y'all, y'all, do not walk, run tonight, you have to watch this documentary. It is bananas. I'm going to give you a full breakdown. So spoiler alert, if you don't want to know like my thoughts, the, the details of this documentary, because I know what you're thinking, which was what I was thinking is, who the fuck cares about WeWork? You know what I mean? Like a few office spaces, like BFD, you know? However, you are going to be so into this. So I'm going to talk about that. I have an update on baby, as I mentioned. Also, everything else that you need to watch this week. There's so many good things. Got to shout out some new listeners. And, you know, Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City seems to be trolling us all. I'll tell you more about that. So all that is coming up. Let me thank a sponsor. Um, you guys know Bowtie Joe, longtime fan of the show. He's come to live shows. You might even have met him. I feel like Joe has um, been with us, been a supporter for a very long time. He's awesome. And he's also a very cool financial advisor, dude. So if you have, are intimidated by getting into the stock market or thinking, oh, what should I do? I'm starting to make some money or I want to, maybe you're, maybe you're leaving a job and taking your 401k with you. 
Well, Joe is the guy that you need to talk to. JP2Management.com. Absolutely love Joe. He is a longtime financial advisor, fully licensed from Wells Fargo, then left a couple of years ago to start his own management firm, JP2Management.com. Why did Joe leave and go out on his own? Well, he didn't want to charge clients the astronomical fees that often happen when you're with a financial firm. Love this guy. When you call, look, he does just a free consultation too if you just want to talk and see if he's the right fit for you. Let him know that the Sarah Fraser show sent you jp2management.com. Getting down to the wire for baby. Got to shout out Leanne. Leanne sent me, I, I've been getting all this mail. I put out my mailing address. It's and if you follow me on Instagram at the Sarah Fraser show, there's, there's a little highlight there on the front page and it says address and it's 25 Catoctin circle Southeast number 1060 Leesburg, Virginia two. 0177, right? Okay. So I've been getting, you guys have been sending me the most amazing things. Baby gifts. Shout out to Leanne who sent me a fully baked onesie, which was hysterical. Shout out to Zach Myers, who's now a new fan of the show, who tweeted me, hi, Sarah, recently discovered your podcast and instantly fell in love with you. Oh, well, I love and admire her. I can't get enough. And then I have to say hi to Jessica, who wrote me a handwritten letter. Now, here's the thing. I don't recall ever saying this. Did I, you guys? She goes, hey, Sarah. And she she wrote this on 316.21. Thank you for your post about written letters. Shit, did I write about written letters? I don't even remember this. I've been doing that lately, and I've gotten calls thanking me for the letters, but no replies yet. I guess people just prefer the texting way of communication now, huh? I wanted to start that up again, written letters between friends. I even chose my friends who I used to write notes to in school, and I even purchased gel pens, colored paper for them, thinking they would surely be nostalgic. Oh, well. Anyway, Jessica, uh, Jennifer, sorry, it's not Jessica, Jennifer. Jennifer goes on, Jennifer B., uh, and she wrote me this letter, and thank you for sending me this. So every week when I go check out my P.O. box, I get some fun treats. So I really like this, and God, Jennifer, I hope I have enough downtime with this baby. I can, like, write you back. Anyway, we'll see. So shout out to all of you guys. Thank you so much for that. Um, I want to start with WeWork and what you need to watch because there's just so much good stuff. We'll get into some celebrity news and then I'll tell you my update with my very exciting baby news. So WeWork documentary. Uh, First of all, it's available on Hulu if you want to watch. It's out right now. It is all about the $46 billion unicorn, which essentially starts with the CEO, Adam Newman. This documentary is one of the most, first of all, do you guys ever say to yourself, do you see all these scam artists getting ahead, right? Whether it's Elizabeth Theranos, remember with that whole Theranos thing where you were supposed to be able to go to Walgreens, she could prick your finger and like one ounce of blood would basically tell you your whole genetic history, which of course is total bullshit. Like you can't even do it in an hour. It's not even scientifically possible. Her, like who else is, oh, Fire Festival, like all these scam artists, right? I think to myself, why don't I just declare myself a shaman and then start a business and get some hedge, like, and fool every hedge funder? Or is it only, like, well, I guess Elizabeth Theranos did this too, but I'm like, is it just the men that do this? Because it seems like we hear about one scam after another from these CEOs. I just, and young CEOs, like, they get tons of money. I mean, billions. Adam Newman was the CEO of WeWork. Everybody and their mother has heard of WeWork. There's several in the D.C. area, and I actually have a story about them that I'm going to share. But this documentary essentially talks about the downfall of Adam Newman and how he kept scamming investors. It wasn't really a Ponzi scheme because he was 
using the money, I guess, fairly correctly. But he kept over-evaluating the company. And because these venture capitalists are suffer from FOMO, like we all do, ding, 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 okay, let's take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Some Like, I know you ladies are listening and you're thinking about yourselves, okay, well, you know, like, just become a guru because that's what all these people do. Adam Newman, essentially, you know, he's Israeli. He grew up in this really, like, unique family situation where his mom, like, grew up with just other women raising their kids and there were no men on this compound except for their children. It's, read about it. It's nuts. You learn about all that. Then he grows, we work with his friends, lies about how much it's worth, keeps saying there's a profit when there isn't one, and essentially gets billions of dollars in investments, opens up all these WeWork situations. But the really nutty part is he starts fancying himself as a guru. So he holds like very much like fire festival events. Everybody comes do you guys work for a company like this? I'd love to know if you, do you guys have a CEO that's always giving you motivational bullshit? Because apparently he'd like stand up and talk to everybody about, you know, um, he wants to change the consciousness of the, of the world through WeWork. And then like one analyst or whatever was like, dude, you're fucking selling desks. Like, <laughs> like exactly. But all the people that worked for him bought in. Do you guys work for like a motivational coach slash CEO, I would love to hear the stories. DM me at the Sarah Fraser show on Instagram. I would love to hear. Cause I just, in a way, I feel like the corporate jobs that I've had, like, I actually think I appreciate our heart radio where they never even pretended to like you. Like, like, I think, I think in a way I prefer, like they never had any motives. It's like, okay, we need you to work like 20 hours. Thanks. Like there was no like team bullshit, you know? So I can't imagine working for one of these CEOs where they get together and they do all this rah, 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 you know, team building, like, you know, we're raising the consciousness of the world. So Adam does all that stuff. And then Adam ends up meeting Rebecca Paltrow, Gwyneth Paltrow's cousin, who is also a new age, you know, just like Gwyneth Paltrow, putting like 18 jade eggs in her vagina and swearing that it clears her chakras. And essentially, you get to the point where Adam, he has a business partner, almost kind of pushes or tries to push the business partner out so Rebecca can help him raise the consciousness of people that are renting from WeWork, living at WeLive, which, by the way, there was only two WeLive locations, and one of them is in Crystal City, Virginia, where Amazon is going to be. But if you listen to my show and you're in the DMV, it's, it's still open, but probably not for long. They're getting ready to close the WeWork location in Crystal City. So this documentary goes down the road of how Adam was essentially able to manipulate people and with his charisma and his Tony Robbins speeches to get people to be on board of this mission of how they're going to change the world. Meanwhile, all evaluating or making it look like the company is making a profit when in fact it's not. Gets billions of dollars in investors, buys himself a private jet. Um, You know, then when shit gets tough, he goes to Hawaii for a month, decides to surf so he can get more in tune with his employees. Okay, bullshit. Does anyone believe anymore? I guess everybody is searching for something. It's, It's sort of, I guess everyone is searching for like the leader or I just feel like I need to become a priestess or something because I guess everyone will follow you. 
if you put out a message. So they talked to numerous employees in this documentary who, you know, believed in Adam, drank the Kool-Aid, all this stuff, and then begin to see things unravel, including a higher up who um, she was like doing some, not, I don't even know if it was really secretary work, but I guess coordination work for one of the um, higher up bosses at WeWork who essentially like let her log into his email and read everything. And then she sees one day an email chain where they, Adam is basically confessing to just like the, the CE, the other bosses that they don't have enough money to continue. So they all start bragging about how much of their workforce in different cities they could slash. She's like, um, hello, starts leaking that to the press. They do some stories, you know, it not for a while, nothing touches Adam, nothing phases him. And in the meantime, Rebecca Paltrow and Adam get married and then decide that they're going to open, and they're still continuing to open, a school called Soulful, where it's $43,000 a year. You send your kids and they learn about yoga and meditation and raising consciousness. I'm sorry. And I love, you know, I love acupuncture. I've gone to a couple of shamans. Who who I I enjoyed, but does it change your life? No, like I I don't know. Maybe I don't buy in enough or something. Um, you know, it's very relaxing, and they they seem to like clear your energy. And I completely believe in that when it comes to an acupuncturist. But the whole like idea of just I don't know building and and. But you know what? I guess I guess this whole idea of raising consciousness, though, is what millennials and Gen Xers, is it Gen Xers, Gen Zers, Gen Zers want. They want to be a part of a collective that is bigger than they are. So you know what? I mean, the Sarah Fraser Show is really out here to elevate and levitate um, everyone's persona and personality. Really, what I'm getting at is I'm also raising the consciousness. <laughs> so. You know, donate to my Patreon is really the point of this. Anyhow, it is a must watch. You have to watch it. I never gave two rips about WeWork until I watched this. And now I'm I'm going down the deep dive of every sort of rental office space place. Because apparently, I don't know if you've ever heard of The Wing, which is all for women. And there's one in Georgetown that's permanently closed because of COVID. But they're now going through their own issues. And I can remember going to the wing and thinking, I, there's just no way I'm going to pay thousands of dollars to supposedly come to this office space and, and so-called network with other women. I love wi- other women. I love networking. But also, you can get a free invite now to Clubhouse and basically do the same thing. <sighs> Anyhow, amazing to me. Um, so y- y- you must watch. I will tell you this, though. I do have a funny story about WeWork. And, you know, you always have to really trust your gut. And it's like, if things don't seem right, they're not right. Like, if that makes sense. And I'm sure it will to a lot of you. Because I'm sure you've probably been almost like sold something and you're just like, hmm, something about this is just not 100%. And then come to find out like a couple years later, the person's being arrested for like a Ponzi scheme, right? Same with when people promise you huge returns on investments, like Bernie Madoff, right? You're not getting 12% return in the market. It doesn't happen. So it's funny enough, a couple years ago, WeWork 
had like somebody that was kind of like work, I think doing PR or something for them. I, I get asked a lot, hey, can you host this event? And lots of times people will tell me they don't have a budget, but they want me to come and show up for two hours and like host and read a script. And I'm just like, I, I don't do it anymore. Like I, if you don't have a budget, I'm not the right person for you. So they, they had, but this was kind of like a friend of a friend. So she said, you know, come like, you only have to stay like 45 minutes. I just want to introduce you to like the regional, um, boss. Like I, I think it'd be so great. So I did. And then they wanted me to host like a series of these kind of like consciousness, um, classes or whatever they were going to offer, but they had no budget. This is supposedly a company that was making billions of dollars. This is what they told me behind the scenes, like an in email interactions. So I just was like, I'm going to pass. No, I'm not interested. But the day that I went, they they had also said, well, come over to We Live. We really, you know, we would love for, because lots of times people will label me as an influencer. And I'm like, look, I'm a podcast media star, you know, comedian, general ho. You know, I mean, that that's like basically all that I am. So I said, sure, you know, I'll come check out We Live. And We Live was this communal place where they rented like rooms. Um, you had your own bedroom, your own bathroom, but I think everything else was communal to try to gain community, right? Like you were part of this club. So I go into We Live in Crystal City and I'm starting to go getting a tour through the rooms. And all of the rooms were painted black, black, like jet black. And I'm like, why the, who is going to, who's designing this? And I actually said to myself, okay, this is really, this is like a bunch of men designing, no offense to the men that listen to the show. I adore you. But you know, some men are better at decorating. (laughs) Some men are better at decorating than others. Like maybe one wall that's like white, you know, would be helpful. So I walked in, I instantly thought to myself, God, this place is designed by guys and no women, nobody is going to live here long-term. Absolutely not. Like if this is, you know, an Airbnb situation, maybe you'd rent it for a night, but it was so off, you guys. It was just, it was the oddest interior I had ever seen in my life. Everything was nice and new, but everything was painted black. I mean, it looked like you were closing yourself into a coffin and then they wanted you to sign a six-month lease. Like, excuse me, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not living in this pine box painted interior black. We're all headed there someday. I'm not looking to rent from you for that. So needless to say, I walked out of there and I was just like, hmm, just like I said, there was something off about the situation. And now here we are three and a half years, four years later, the WeWork in Crystal City just announced, I think in January, they're shutting down and they're not sure what they're going to do with WeLive. WeWork has a brand new CEO. Adam stepped back and Adam and Rebecca are now um, working on this soulful school in the Hamptons. Best wishes. The, the, the part that will infuriate you is that Adam ended up negotiating for himself like close to a billion dollar buyout. I don't see how, how, I mean, I guess WeWork is somewhat profitable. They they say in the the documentaries now or getting there. How did you essentially lie? And then you got a massive settlement. 
I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyway, you'll be infuriated, but you will love it. So you have to watch it. People were tweeting at me over the weekend. Did you see the Last Cruise documentary? I did. The Last Cruise is on HBO. It's about um, the princess. um, Oh, my gosh. Diamond Princess Cruise. Thank you. Okay. Diamond Princess Cruise. And it's a bunch of people that were on that cruise as Corona was hitting. They're in like Hong Kong, Singapore. Then they're in Japan. And how everything was handled on the um the princess cruise and it is you guys it's infuriating unfortunately like the people that work on the boat are paid very little they're they're often from like the philippines different countries they're paid like nine hundred dollars i don't even i think about nine hundred dollars a month they make they're away from their families and they needed the money so many of them were getting sick and not reporting their symptoms um and then it, it follows a couple of American couples who, the, the irony is, who actually turned the camera on themselves and showed everybody what was happening. It's, a, it's totally worth watching. The other one is Hysterical with my girl Jessica Kirsten, the comedian. It's all about female comics. I have not watched that yet, but that's on Hulu and FX. I cannot wait to see it. So anyway, there's all the things that you need to be watching because I cannot stop watching. I also have to watch the Demi Lovato, the, the, the last couple of episodes of the Demi Lovato um, documentary. And I, I have so many mixed feelings on her. I'm going to talk about later on this week. You know, she almost died of a drug overdose. And then she's put out this documentary, but there's something, and you know, she's California sober. I, there's something I really like about her. I listened to her, her interview on Joe Rogan. I, I really like her. She's a really fucked up childhood. Um, she's been a child star since she was seven. But there's something I don't love about this addiction story. Like, and this whole California sober, I just feel like she's not really being truthful and she's not really sober. Just my two cents. But anyway, I'll watch the rest of the documentary and then get you all the details. Let's thank another sponsor. So um, ShipStation, you guys have known, you've heard me talk about ShipStation, which I love. 
If you have started a small business, maybe you're already a business owner, ShipStation will help ship your orders anywhere in the United States and beyond finding you the best rates. If you sell stuff online, you're definitely in the right business. More people are now shopping online than ever before. And that means a lot of orders coming in and a lot of orders you'll need to ship out fast. That's why sellers like you need to try ShipStation. You can use my offer code TSFS to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in TSFS. That's ShipStation.com, enter code TSFS, and make ship happen. Not only that, they have more five-star reviews than any other shipping software. Don't believe me? Just Google ShipStation reviews and read all about them. So, uh, okay, that's everything that you need to watch. Here's everything going on in celebrity world really quickly. DMX, you saw over the weekend, suffered a drug overdose in a coma, and it's not looking good for DMX. So we'll see how everything plays out. His kids at the last check were flown out there to apparently say goodbye to him. He has 15 kids. I had no idea that he had 15 children. Um, And, you know, he's battled his drug addiction on and off. So went into a coma. His lawyer has been talking to TMZ. It sounds very serious. And we'll see what happens. But he was big news over the weekend. Jen Shaw continues to be big news from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. She pleaded not guilty on Friday in court. Now, this court case was postponed from Wednesday because so many people tried to log in to her Zoom court hearing. She couldn't log in herself. Like, it was at capacity. So they finally did it on Friday. She's pleaded not guilty. And now... On her IG story, you can follow Jen Shaw on Instagram. She's retweeting people who are like, free Jen Shaw. Okay. 11 people are um, have been indicted in this scheme where she would call older people, prey on them, and try to sell them tax, you know, tax courses, motivational courses. See, I'm telling you guys, motivational courses and being a guru is where it's at. I'm a guru of podcasting, I swear to God. Now go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash the Sarah Fraser show. Become a part of the consciousness movement and donate $5. <laughs> okay. Actually, you do really need to join. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Oh, God. So there's some updates. And then the other thing I wanted to tell you about before I talk about my baby update is there was a kid in Iraq born with three penises. Now, you, you think that bad baby... She's the one that was on Dr. Phil. You know who I'm talking, the Cash Me Outside chick. Cash Me Outside chick over the weekend broke records on OnlyFans. I've got to, do you guys pay for any of these OnlyFans? Like, I've got to pay for Chris Browns. Did he ever post anything? Did he ever, I, I want to see if he's posting nude photos. Um, bad baby. She made a million dollars, broke a record in a day. What is Cash Me Outside girl doing? Is it like hardcore porn? Trisha Paytas, the YouTube star, makes hundreds of thousands of dollars every couple of months. I got to get on. It's where it's at. These people are popping off making all this money. Um, Bolo, who was on Real Housewives of Atlanta, who has that massive wang, he's on there. Well, they're about to have some serious competition with this kid in Iraq who was born. It almost sounds like maybe he was born... Like he just had one penis, but after several months of growing, he he started to grow two other penises 
out of his um, nether regions. What? This kid broke records. He's got three dicks. Anyway, needless to say, the other two dicks are not functioning. So they took him off. Why? That was his claim to fame. What kid doesn't, what guy doesn't want to grow up to an adult and then go, look, I've got three, three penises. Do you want to see it? They just took away this kid's livelihood. Like he could have been on OnlyFans at 18 making bank. Hey everybody, I'm the kid that had like three dicks from Iraq. Like, I mean, this guy had a future. According to a medical report, the penises never, the two other penises never functioned. So they were just like almost like growths like penises, but never had any actual functionality. Um, However, this story, very rare, of course, but there have been two other individuals, including an adult man who I believe was on Reddit at one point, who says that he has two functioning 10 inch penises. No way. I feel like that's not true because if that guy really did, wouldn't we hear about it? Wouldn't we be seeing him much more? Uh, he, he re, I, the guy with two functioning penises refers to himself online as double dick dude. And he went viral in 2015 after it was revealed that he boasted dual 10 inch long functioning penises. No way. Doctors have yet to pinpoint the cause of the phallic deformity, but they have linked it to other congenital, um, issues such as being born with two scrotums or anuses, according to the World Health Organization. So very rare, but there you go. Can you imagine? I guess the question is, if, you, if you're a guy listening to this and you were born with three dicks, only one function, but would you really want the other two taken off? Of course not. That'd be your claim to fame. You'd be on every show. You'd be on this show. I'll tell you why. You'd be on this show real fast. Um, okay, speaking of gurus and donations, for real, I was going to talk about my Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Sarah Fraser Show. I actually did put out, <laughs> she's certified, with my mindful eating therapist, Robin. Robin and I, a couple of years ago, sat down for a seven-part series on mindful eating, how Robin helped me overcome my mindful eating and emotional eating issues. I love sharing this with you because my journey, as you guys know, I gained and lost 150 pounds. I hated myself. Oh my God. I started my first diet at 12 years old and went to my first Weight Watchers meeting. And it just created a a long-term eating disorder on and off until I was the age of 28. And I, in a Google search, found giving up dieting, loving your body in, in DC, and Robin Mize popped up. And I've I've been seeing Robin probably for like six or seven years now as a client. Um, Robin helped me lose 35 pounds and keep it off. Now with mindful eating, the goal is never to lose weight. The goal at first is just to heal your relationship with yourself and with food. The irony of course is when you do that and you no longer are addicted to food or binge eating or eating disorders, wherever your natural weight is, if you have additional weight on, you're going to lose that weight because mindful eating is all about eating when you're hungry and not eating when you're emotional and recognizing those two things. It changed everything for me. You know, the more I talk about, like I could talk about it and just get emotional because once I healed my relationship with food, everything changed for me. Starting my own business, the confidence to leave a toxic radio job, um, finding, you know, the partner of my dreams. I'm so lucky to have Schman, as you guys know. And all of that was possible because I learned to love myself and I learned not to cope with the stress of life and 
things that made me depressed or angry with food. So I hope for you that you take advantage of this. It's $5 a month or a $60 year pledge. Patreon.com slash The Sarah Fraser Show. The fourth episode went up first of April. So it's right there for you. And also all of my baby gifts. I just did a video. All of my baby gifts that you guys had bought for me revealed on the Patreon. So I give you a lot of other uh, inside looks and things too. So in addition to that, um, I, I wanted to also tell you about baby update. So baby is coming this week. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to meet him. I'm like nervous, excited, and I'm trying to enjoy. Everybody says to me like, don't wish time away. Enjoy these next couple of days because once he's here, your life is just never going to be the same. And I'm just wondering for moms, like the first time you were pregnant, did you like, were you nervous about your birth and did you like almost, did you envision it? Like envision how it would go? Cause I'm almost like, oh my God, how is this little guy? Well, he ain't little. That's for, <laughs> that's for sure. And this guy is huge. Okay. He's close to nine pounds now, if he's not nine pounds. 36 week sonogram, you all know. This is at the high risk doc. So they have a whole another level of sonograms. He was weighing seven pounds, 11 ounces when he was supposed to weigh like six pounds, three ounces. <laughs> okay. Did you ever like envision like how your kid was going to come out? Like, did you see it? Because it's like, I'm like, okay, how is it going to all happen? And what's he going to look like? Did you feel like, did you spend time thinking about what you were going to look like? Or what he was going to look like? <laughs> I know what I'm going to look like. And then mine's sort of a scheduled situation. So my other question, I have two, I have so many questions for you guys. Um, as I get closer, I'm also like, I'm ready. But then did anyone else feel like, oh, I think I'm going to miss being pregnant. Like I've really, really enjoyed it. And I've had, you know, thank God, a really uneventful, easy, easy pregnancy. That's just, I've actually had great energy. I haven't been sick. I haven't had any placenta issue. I mean, like if you talk to me and even my OBs laugh, I'm like, don't send women to me that are thinking or on the fence about having a kid. Cause I'm 100% in, I'm like, do it. I've had the easiest pregnancy. So I'm like, my hand is up. If you're thinking about it, get preggers. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of a little feeling a little emotional, which I know happens as you get closer to uh, your birth anyhow. But I'm almost like a little like, oh my God, I'm not going to be pregnant anymore. And I really enjoyed being pregnant. So I'm wondering if you felt that way. You can always DM me at Sarah Fraser, at the Sarah Fraser show on Instagram. Uh, I'm feeling that way. And then I was talking to Shaman this morning and I said, when you're, when we're like going into labor, when we're going through our process and, you know, ours is a little bit scheduled because of his size. So, and given my size and, and the probability that I'll actually be able to have him naturally is, is probably slim. Um, so what I'm wondering is, do you make a playlist? Cause they were like, bring some music, make a playlist. Um, there, do you make a, a playlist for the doctors or for yourself? I want to know that because with me, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm having a scheduled C-section here. So, uh, with like, what do you do? Cause I actually don't care about the music. I can tune in. Like I can look at Dan, I can gaze into Schman's eyes, but I want like the doctors to be rock and roll. Like I want them to be on their A game. So do you make a playlist for them or for yourself? I need to know that. Cause I was like, Schman, I don't care like about the music that I want. I want to know what, I don't want to be playing Yacht Rock for them and they all fucking hate Michael McDonald. 
Like, no, I need them like cons. I need them hyped up. Like, what do they need to hear? Some Bruno Mars? I mean, some Robin Thicke? Like, what is it going to take for them to like do everything they need to do right? You know? Who do you make the playlist for? I want to know that. Then the other thing I want to know is, I was saying to Schman this morning too. Okay, so if you're having a scheduled C-section, you're going in, should you get glammed up? Or do they look at you and judge you like this bitch? Like, there's nothing glamorous about this. Like, should I go natural? Like, Schman's like, I think you should do in between. No smoky eye, but like, like, just like you can look, you just can look presentable. What the fuck does presentable mean? I mean, to me, that's like hair in a messy bun and like I've at least showered. You know what? I brushed my teeth for you today. I'm presentable. And I mean, I know, I do know some women who have had full glam squads. I'm not doing that. I'm not going for a blowout or anything. Like, it ain't that serious. I just want myself to be healthy, him to be healthy, Dan to be all good. I don't care about anything else. So anyway, I'm getting very excited. Can you tell? I'm out of breath. It's, it's just, I'm nervous, nervous. So I want all your prayers, please, all my prayer warriors, come through this week. And I should have an update for you very, very soon. So stand by, stand by and send me your good vibes and all your prayers. And um, please tell me, what do you make the playlist for? And did you miss being preggers like when, once you had the baby or were you just like so overjoyed to see the baby? You totally forgot you were even pregnant. Okay, want all your advice. Love you guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye everybody.